Hey, super legends, superheroes, and superstars. My name is Dr. Dre, but yes, without the doctor, you are tuned in to a special episode of the Hot High podcast. So this is the first time that I'm doing this kind of format. I've got an absolutely amazing, wonderful guest. So my guest today was on my podcast marathon when I've done 107 podcasts in 24 hours. And I guess, unfortunately for, for her, or for me, I guess, is that I was towards the end, like the last few hours, you know, I was trying to keep my eyes open and she was telling, you know, about what, what she does. And then I didn't really say like anything. So this is my way of, of making up. So my guest today is Maggie Bain, who is a certified sex therapist and intimacy and relationship coach for men. And I'm so excited about the juicy conversation that we're about to have. So I'm going to bring Maggie out right now. Hey, Maggie, how are you? Hi, I'm great, thanks. Great, thank you for having me. Uh, yes, you were you were completely <laughs> mute during the marathon thing when it came to me. At one point I said, Dre, you're very quiet. And uh, so I was concerned. But thanks, thanks so much yeah. for having me back. Yes. No, yeah, I, I apologize for that. I'm so happy that you're here today. And I'm uh, thank you. Well, you're just great to speak with. I think we've got similar energy so um, yes, and yes. similar sense of humor. So I think that's great. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> right, so let's kick off. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yeah, your backgrounds? Because mm. you were Bahamas' first sex yes. therapist. Yes, that's that? right. Yes, I uh, became the first sex therapist in the Bahamas in 2009. So um, my background is nursing. So that actually for me is like a natural progression because a lot of sex therapy has got to do with medical things and your body, you know, your physical as well as your mind and all yeah. of that. So when you're the first, it's always interesting because you don't have to follow anybody. So, and um, you just sort of listen to the response, the public and the audience and all that kind of thing. So I wrote a column in the local paper for uh, two years, a weekly column. And it was a way for me to let people know what I was thinking and what this was all about. And at the end, I was able to do contact information. And from there, people got to know my private practice grew. And also radio stations, you know, they're always looking for guests. And so I became uh, a guest on many uh, radio shows and local TV. And from there, on one show in the morning, the owner of the station came in and he said, you know, she needs her own show. And so I said, well, as long as you're not going to censor me, I said, I'd love to. So, and then I had um, my host of my own show, uh, which was called Love in the Rock. And then we go on from there. So that's how this all started. How cool is that? All right. So today, so you can see behind me, I've got lots of books. Mm -hmm. and I found this book. So I'm not sure if you can see that. So men are from Mars, uh, women from Venus. Yeah. So yeah. when I was growing up, I remember this book. So my parents, I don't know if it was my mum, it was probably my mum. This was around like the house yeah. and I'd see it constantly. Yeah. I can't remember if I actually read it, but it's... This is like a really fam famous book. Yes, it is. It is, definitely. And what always strikes me, even just hearing that title, is that, um, you know, we love to stress the importance, the difference between men and women. Well, of course, there's a huge difference. We're different genders and, and all that. So that comes from the territory. 
But the thing is that my work, I try and emphasize how similar we all are. Gender, where we come from, cultures, background, what type of relationship you want. Because there's three things that we all want. That's to be needed, wanted, and loved. So the needed bit is that my presence is really important to you. You know, your life will not be complete or you'll feel the emptiness if I'm not around. You need me just as much as you need food and drink and all those things. You really need me. And so that is a huge pull um, because then we know that we're special Mm. for that person in our lives. Now, if you want me, that is also that you're fun to have around, that you uplift me, that all these things which... We all look for, right? Even in our friends and all that sort of thing. And the other one is that you love. So not only do you love, but we can start with caring. That you care about me. You're interested in me. You're interested in what I'm thinking, what I'm doing, and all those things. So you put all those components together, whether you're a man or a woman. And do you see how similar we all are? You know? And so this is what people lose sight of. They lose sight of and they focus and energy is put into the differences. Well, sure, as we grow from little boys and little girls to men is that our approach is different. So if we can think of it like that. And so this is where so much of my work comes into, because once we understand what we all need, want and love, all those components then we can understand how to get closer, which is what intimacy is. Everybody thinks intimacy is sexual intimacy, but intimacy is closeness. So you can be close to a colleague, you can be close to your friends, you can be close to many people, but there's a difference between with your most intimate partner. And so that's where all my work, that's my work. So, you know, it's much more complex than people think and I can see, I can, I can hear all moving in your, in your brain, Dre, what you're thinking. Yeah, you- so there's a couple of things. So I want to come back to that in a second, but something that's just popped up. So for me, I don't know if this is true, but I believe it's true. So okay. when a woman says that she is fine, because this has happened to me a lot recently, yeah. so with like um, my assistant, my friends, like this girl that, you know, that they're seeing, so mm-hmm. I'll either be on a text and when we're talking, I'll be like, is everything all right? She'll be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So when a woman says she's fine, does that mean that she's not fine? Ah, well, that's a good one. I could say the same thing about men too. Um, the whole thing is, it's like, how well do you know her? So it's, I always think it, it's, I ask that of my clients. I say, how are, how are things been this last week or whatever? And mm-hmm. they'll say, oh, well, okay or fine. And so I think of it like a barometer, the same. So it's like, to me, okay, and fine isn't good enough. You know? So if she says fine, then I go, I'd ask more questions, you know, and sometimes the fine, you know, it's the personality of the person too. It's how much do you know her? How much do you know, oh, your sister, whenever she says that, I know, the history that that is means that she's not so again it's paying attention and listening and it's experience it's getting to know your partner so the answer is there's no it's not black and white yeah now doesn't that sort of sum up relationships 
you see the complexity of it, but really it's about getting to know your partner. Mm. What are some of the common, you know, like challenges or obstacles that, that come up for you? So, you know, like men coming to you saying, you know, I've got this particular like problem. You know, what are things that come up? Mm. I know some of the men, if you're listening, you'll probably think, gosh, the men really contact her. But experiences show me, and this is why I've gone into really concentrating doing work with men, is that men don't really have anywhere else to um, contact when they're struggling and they don't know what to, you know, so that's why they contact me. And in the past, a lot of times it's, it's you know, when I use the word communication, it's it sounds very communication, but uh you can't improve things in the bedroom if you can't talk about things out of the bedroom. And so sometimes it's the frustration of not being seen, not being heard, not being understood. And so sometimes it can come off in, in other tangent, in other things. And so this is where I need listening and peeling back the layers of the story. Um, either something start in the bedroom and trickle out. And some things are out and they trickle into the bedroom. So um, some of the things are um, obviously not enough sex. Um, <laughs> how to, hey, I'll sum it up, isn't it? Isn't that what it's all about? Um, yeah. She's not interested. How can I get her to be more interested in sex or in me or in our sex life? Like, so either that's, or she used to be like this, she used to be interested, but now she's not. And um, I've seen a text. And so it's like, is she uh, interested in somebody else? So sometimes, yeah, yeah see, I'm mm. on that. I know that yeah. is now. As a woman and having a woman, being a woman that I know how that feels, that is bad enough. But I know from doing the work that I do that, mm. oh my goodness, you guys, it just, past rips you up and so it's that it's it's how to deal with relationships when the disconnect has taken place and so those are some of the things um the other things are um so they can be relationship things like i oh. said relationships so oh i did this and she doesn't trust me anymore so you know you can have trust and then you can do something and boy, that trust whew, can go just like that. So how to build it up? I can never, I can never reach that point. She's never satisfied. She's never done enough. So how to get through betrayals and uh, infidelities and all those sorts of things. But trust comes in many, many things. So just letting her down, you know, how do I get to that stage? I don't want to lose the relationship. Um, but it's also things like, you know, I'm tempted or I've met somebody and what do I do and da, da, da. So it's all those, there's many, many areas, um, which all lead back to the bedroom. And, <laughs> and but Adrian, you're, you're missing out on the thing. You tempted us in your post about um, oh. the story. Are, are you willing to share with that? What was that? I yeah. No. Yes, I will. I will share. So I won't. I won't say not the time of when this happens. So I just want to. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So what had happened? Uh, I was seeing this girl um, for the first 
I'd say five days of, you know, us meeting up. We had the best five days ever. So we went out on a, on a few dates. Admittedly, alcohol was involved. Mm-hmm. And I remember on that first first date, she was like, Dre, you know, this is the very first date. She's like, Dre, um, you know, I want to marry you. I want to have your babies. Uh, but you should know that I'm a little bit insecure, a little bit needy. Oh. And um, oh, I can't remember what, what, else she, what, what else she said. But I remember at the time thinking, oh, she's so honest and open. And mm. but that was what I've realized now, that that was a massive red flag. Mm. Mm. So what had mm. happened, fast forward a couple of weeks, you know, like we're, we're getting down like in the, in the bedroom and she was like, oh, do you want me to, to talk dirty to you? And I was like, yes, as long as you don't ask me to take the rubbish out, then I'm happy for you <laughs> to, to talk dirty. And um, she said something, so we were getting into it. And then she said, um, oh, you know, I want to have your, your black babies. Oh. And then as soon as, <laughs> and as soon as she said that, it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. ever since, yeah, and then ever since that moment, um, when we were together and we were trying to get it on, I wasn't able to, to perform in the bedroom. And it was getting kind of serious. So um, um, she said, look, Dre, I think you should go and you know see someone. I think you've got a problem. Um, I know that I didn't have a problem. Well, I guess I, I did, um, but I was like, it definitely works fine. So I've, I've been checking it, it works. So um, for me, it was, I felt, I didn't feel like a man, should I say, because I wasn't able to form. And she was, she had a really like, high sex drive. And I could understand from her point of view, she was, she was saying to me, look, do you not find me attractive? Am I not sexy? You know, what's wrong with me? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, I think you should go and see someone. So I went to the doctor, saw the doctor, the doctor, nicest guy, best doctor that I've, that I've ever met. So I walked mm-hmm. in and I told him what was going on. And he was like, Dre, this is very common. So mm-hmm. you've, you've just lost your, your job. You're in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got a lot of like stress on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this happens a lot. So even if he was telling me like lies, I just felt it made me feel so comfortable with everything. So um, he gave me these uh, like Viagra, like little blue pills, and he said, "Look, um, I want you to take, you know, just take half. You're, you know, you're a young guy. You'll be able to, you know, perform. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But just don't have don't have it on like a full stomach. Don't have like drugs or, or drink. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be right as rain." Mm-hmm. so he gave me gave me a lot a lot of a lot of them so mm-hmm. what had happened a few days later I met up with this yeah with this chick and then you know we had some dinner getting down to it had a few drinks and before I went around there I had half a pill mm-hmm. and then I was thinking okay you know nothing's really working and then I don't know like maybe an hour went past I took another half nothing was happening you know didn't let me kissing mm-hmm. and then i made excuses to go to the toilet so i ended up that night so do not try this at home but i think i took about three Ooh. pills for yes yeah, so my heart was yeah, racing really. yes yeah and i do you know what i've probably you're missed trying a bit so hard. yes you're trying so hard so you're yeah. like another one yeah 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 so do you know i've probably missed probably a big part of the story as well mm. so um there was a case where uh, uh i suspected her of so she stayed around another guy's house 
Um, yes. Yeah, and this was only like a, a day or two before we'd said that mm-hmm. we'd give it a try. So that yeah. was, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Do you see and a common like, theme through all of this? I'm, I'm listening and I'm, I'm there's yeah. a common, that, and you, the doctor you went to said exactly the right thing. Because it is yeah. extremely common. And yes, if you were having all these other things, your job and whatever, and uh, you know, stress and anxiety is plays a big factor. But all the things that you're saying is your mind. You know, our mind is our greatest sex organ. This is your greatest sex okay. organ. Because this is connected to this. So as soon as she said to you about the babies. <laughs> and your mind was already thinking "Mm, is she not satisfied is she i'm anxious because i'm not performing as i should be doing as i know i can and so let me take an extra pill and so your mind starts playing tricks on you and um yes yeah i was just going to finish the story so i took three pills yeah and then still like yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. And you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But your your sort of panic over, well, if I take another one, it's going to work. It's going to work. And so it might not have come across like that. But that's what your mind is telling you. It's got to. It's got to work with this, you know. And so that just shows you, um, first, am I allowed to say you're a sensitive guy? Um oh. That's true. I am. That is a thing that men are like, is that, do you want to do it? But this is, and this is why once men really understand women's sex drive, then you might have a greater appreciation of how women can just switch off. You know, Uh, women can be like, oh, and this is because women are, we're uh, the majority of women. Now you were talking about that young woman had a high sex drive. You got a percentage like that. You've got another percent. So they're the ones that you don't even have to say anything. They're the ones that often initiate and they've got a drive similar to men. Then yeah. you've got percentages of women that you just have to wink at them and they're ready, right? <laughs> I want one of those and ones. So the majority of women need to be warmed up, which means that it's the what we call as sex therapists, the outer course. It is the outer part of the bedroom, it is the relationship. So what I'm saying about the switch off, if you're going to start being mad with me and arguing with me and calling me names in the morning, I've spent the whole day working and I'm still angry with you and you come home and you expect sex, I've switched off. So what you've just been saying is that you've been experiencing the same thing. So it's better to know right at the beginning of the relationship that rather than it going on, you get married, you've got children, and the thing either gets worse and the disconnect comes back. And so this is, you know, it's much harder and is painful and a learning curve, ha, sex therapist joke, um, (laughs) learning curve of what you had to go through. uh, It was actually better that that relationship just ended. Well, you know people are like you know chemistry chemistry yeah you can be hot for each other but the click has got to take place for a relationship to happen and the click is the ease the flow is just easy it's like a jigsaw we just fit together i get her she gets me 
we're just like this. And that is the click. And that's the difference. And so the people that contact me, either they had the click and the click has become disconnected or they're like ships in the night and they never really had it right to begin with. And um, so there are many, many situations like that. I've got another question for you. So in relation to love languages. Oh, so I feel like this might be a therapy session for me. I know. That's so. <laughs> don't worry, you're not, you're not the first. Don't, don't worry. Listen, I do. I have uh, work with, uh, you know, work colleagues. And yeah. dare I say, they end up being my clients. So oh, I okay. like to say, well, at least then you see that what you see is what you get. This is how I am in session. And, so, you know, the energy and the authenticity, which is what we're all wanting, isn't it? Um, we want to be able to, you know, I speak your language and that's how we connect, you know? So what's your other question then? Oh, okay. So my other question is I am seeing this woman who's just, yeah, just amazing. Just absolutely amazing. And we, I guess, so my love language is like spending quality time and Uh words of affirmation. Uh So I love to tell people how great they are. And I love to hear that myself. Uh Uh So that applies to both work and also to, to relationships she yeah. is like a very sort of private person and um hers is touch and also yeah quality quality time as well so when we catch up it's you know i'm telling her like how amazing you know that, that she is i'm not mm-hmm. hearing not, i'm not hearing that back and that's that's sort of like my love language even though I know that she's, you know, that she's really like into me mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I guess my mm-hmm. question is, if say if, if you've got, you're in a relationship, you've got two people that are kind of at opposite spectrums, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you bridge that gap? Is it mm-hmm. just time? Mm-hmm. Is it communication? Or Does she know? Have you told her? Yeah, she knows. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she knows. Know. Yeah. So does she, did you tell her casually, you know, did you revisit it again? You know, because there has to be, uh, so many people love to love someone in the way that they, like you said, with spending time and the words. Now, I think the two of you are not dissimilar. Now, if you've got somebody that just likes expensive gifts, um, that's a whole different, that's very different, you know, but the main thing is, is how did you tell her and when did you tell her and the level of stress or importance and revisiting it again. Um, so again, this comes with communication. And so I spend a lot of time teaching people how to sit on the sofa together face to face with all the devices off and giving time and have a time that's good for both of you and let the person vent and the other person listens without suggestions or objections or getting defensive and let the other person take time. And so this is when the the getting to know, oh, well, I knew you said that to me, but I didn't really know that you were feeling that I needed to give this to you. So again, it comes through the needing. Does she know how much you need it and that you're missing it? Or does she think that you just like it? 
Do you know? This is where we, and so it does come with, and so don't let things slip. Don't let things go on and on and months and months, because then you aren't being, you're not getting all the things that you need. And, you know, she may be getting, so it's like little uh, weather checks. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How are we going? You know, you've got to check in with each other to say, what do you think the relationship's doing? And I always encourage all these conversations out of the bedroom. Don't do it in the bedroom because people get defensive and get sensitive. And, you know, the thing is to keep it light and not a pressure. Like, you know, where there feels like there's, there's no ultimatums because then what are you going to do? They say, okay, then bye. You know, the whole thing is working out together because there will be. And sometimes it's just that people don't realize the importance of something, really the importance. So what I did do is I'd encourage you to say, hey, Saturday morning, can we sit down? And, you know, have a, a, you know, give her an opportunity to think about things. When we spring things on people, you know, we get nowhere because we might not get the response that we're looking for. And so just, you know, and the thing is, keep it light, no pressure. I'm a great one and you've got a great sense of humor. So, you know, use humor uh, without being over the top with the humor because then they think that you're going to make fun of them. You're going to make fun of the relationship. And again, it's about being taken seriously. So, do you know, we have a sort of like a running joke like every day. So I kind of mentioned we have the same conversation like every day kind of thing so i know exactly know exactly what you mean uh-huh. right, my next my next question is so do you have any tips for people that you know want to have better sex or oh sure sure yeah. what have i got tips see the hat here i can pull it out of the well again it's the when people are in a relationship because you know i'm about committed relationships okay yeah. about committed relationships i'm about investing time and energy and love and your heart and everything in your relationship to me i believe that you can get the best sex in a committed relationship so again hey that's advanced classes down the road but we're just starting right at the beginning here so let's not jump all over the place um the main thing is whatever caught your eye to begin with whatever there would have been some flirty exchange that is human nature that is a way of testing the waters to say, oh, do you like me? Do I, do you like, you know, back and forwards. So whatever it was, ha- think, have the sparks gone, right? So you've got to, that's the first thing. Like, have you stopped doing some things that you were doing before? But the major tip that I'm going to leave you with, and again, this is one of my barometer checks to check on a couple when I'm getting the history and everything is, do you still passionate kiss? Do you still French kiss? That is the one area, absolutely. If that is the one area that seems to drop by the wayside very quickly. And it is the one thing to do on a daily basis and to practice if, oh, I'm not, he doesn't like kissing. He's not a good kisser and all that. Well. You know, I actually give lessons and get people to start kissing again. So, you know, these may things may sound very basic to people, but when you think about kissing, kissing is, you know, it's all the senses, right? 
This is what sensuality is about. It's your senses, sight, smell, taste, sound, all of that and touch. All of that is done with kissing. So what better way to increase arousal, get her interested, you know, and again, I hear the objections Well, I'm not going to, from her, well, I'm not going to do it because I know that's only going to lead to sex, right? <clears throat> and so they think they're going to be, but it is so important, you know, uh, from a sex therapist's point of view, sex is encompasses holding hands, stroking, all of that with your clothes on. You can do all of that, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's going to lead to intercourse. So, but it can. And so these are really important. And so this is where it's like the, the check to say, you're my mate. I know that it's the bond and touching and the bond and the kissing and this, all the senses are the things that help to keep the glue to keep you together. And this is really important. Otherwise you become roommates. And this is what people, you know, you don't want to wait till things get dark. Things are there for 10 years or whatever and bad habits or lifestyles. And then you want to come and speak with me. The thing is to learn all these things, catch things. Or I've had couples in the past, young, young couples. And I say they're the smartest people because they come and learn the skills, the great skills of how to have an extraordinary relationship. And that's what I always want everybody. Don't settle just for la, not with the okay or fine. Don't let her throw away with fine. Fine is not good. So I'd be like, well, what's wrong? You know, what's been happening? And so the question, you know, the interest uh, and the caring that you care about me and my feelings and you want to oh. ask me more questions. All right, Maggie, so thank you for that. So say Does if there's... Got... Great. Does that all help? Yes, I absolutely <laughs> love it. I'm taking, I'm taking notes. So I'm, think, so I'm thinking how I used to be. So like now I have no problem, you know, coming, to, you know, if I had issues in my relationship, right. no problem coming to see you. Right. But say how I was, you know, maybe two, three years ago, I could never have imagined, you know, going to see someone mm -hmm. to talk about, you know, something mm -hmm. so intimate as my mm -hmm. relationship or, or mm -hmm. problems that I've got. So very much in my ego. And I know that I wouldn't have been the only person to, to feel no. like that. So, exactly. so how do, if there's guys that are thinking, you know, I need some help, but they're too scared to, you know, mm -hmm. to come and see you or to speak to you, what would be the best way All my sessions are online which work, like you say, you know, we can oh, see, we can still have great conversations and we can get, I can get down to the bottom of the whole thing. So there's a difference between doing things in person and oh, on the internet. So it kind of helps in some way. The sessions really work well like that. I completely understand where people come from and um, I never have, um, I plant a seed wherever I go. Oh. Gosh, this sex therapist jokes. Um, but um, it's all about just know that I'm here. And, you know, keep in touch with me. My main platform now is LinkedIn. Follow my posts and watch the videos and all that kind of stuff. So gather the thoughts. And when the timing is right, and so that's what it's all about. When the time is right, reach out and contact me. 
because I've got a complimentary, a free um, Zoom call. Um, it's actually one hour. So, you know, we can talk about things. There's no commitment. You don't have to, you can see, I encourage people because, you know, it's all about trust. Do you feel comfortable talking to me? And if you don't, you're like, oh, I don't know, she said something or whatever. Or if you think I can't identify some of your problem or the main problem, then that's fine. But if you do, then we can talk further and we can do um, private session work. And um, it's really helpful. I really advise everybody, if you are stuck in any kind of way, you're in a fog, you don't know what to do with this, you get into a complex situation, um, everything's worth a conversation. And so I'm here to help. And so that's why, you know, whether you want to go onto my website, of course, we haven't mentioned, I'm known as the Bare Naked Coach. And um, I know. And so the Bare Naked is really about how we have to strip down ourselves <laughs> to become vulnerable, to really get to that place where we become the best person, the best person that we can possibly be. Because life is really so short and um, I don't want people to settle and be unhappy and to stay in a place that they don't feel satisfied because okay and fine is not a good place to be. Now my uh, website is barenakedcoach.com. There's lots uh, of places there to message me. And we can just go from there. Or just email me, maggie at barenakedcoach.com. Or find awesome, me on, you. on your Facebook. Or Brilliant. if you're there in Australia, get in touch with Dre. Yeah. Maggie, thank you so much. All right, before we wrap up, can you tell us a little bit about your book? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Truthfully Naked, Stripped Down to Create Extraordinary Relationships. So it's uh, the second version of it. Um, it's actually my true story. There's two of my own personal stories in each chapter. Uh, it's one of those books that you can put on the coffee table and you can pick it up because there's different chapters for every um, aspect of very relatable problems that people have. The end of each chapter are exercises because the one main question that you can go and ask your lady is, and here's a good conversational opener for everybody, how can I love you better? Oh, boom. Okay. And that's really what it's all about. So instead of the different love languages or missing the point and not understanding each other, let's, you know, we're all about economy and saving energy. And, you know, we do that with our household products. If we just did it with our relationships to say, how can I love you better? It's an opening. Maggie, was there anything else that you'd like to wrap up? I think that was just, that was a mic drop moment there. Oh, that was oh thank, yeah. you, thank you. Thank you so much. No, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. As you can see, I could just talk and talk and talk. Um, but please know that um, every investment that we do, people are so quick to invest in, you know, homes and products and their businesses. And um, all these things I've been talking about, people can relate to. I tell them, you know, people think, oh, I'm not good at relationships. Um, but they're really good with their colleagues or their employees and their children. Mm. And so those things that they're doing really well 
can, they can do exactly the same in their intimate relationship. So um, I just want people to know it's worth the investment of your time and energy and everything else. So that's me. Maggie, I just want to say a massive, huge, ginormous thank you to you for your time, uh, for giving so much value. I've learned a lot as well. So I've got some thank things you. that I can yeah, that I can implement. So um, I definitely want to pick up this conversation. So I'd love to to have you back and, you know, just get into yeah, a few more absolutely. things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to anytime. Awesome. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that has tuned in. So we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. And if you're watching the replay, please put hashtag replay. And if you've got any questions for either myself or Maggie, let us know and make sure that you guys have well, either the best evening or just an incredible day. Great. Lovely. Thank you so much, Drew. Thanks, Maggie.